Now's the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Sandy, what do you fear? What do you fear? Consider you find someone mummified. I already like this story. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We just need you to hunt the giant owl. He just looks too suave to be Dracula. <laughs> too suave to be Dracula. Remember, you are bringing her back to life, so there is that. You got that to pony up on. Be afraid. Be marginally afraid. Welcome to Pulp Nightmare. I'm Mike. I'm MB. So how you been doing lately? I've been doing good. What about yourself? Guns out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I expected, to be honest. Like every day that every day that Mike isn't recording, he's he's just sitting there in a corner. Everything's in black and white for some reason. <laughs> I'm really like a my- French film. You <laughs> you look at the camera, and it's like suddenly there's a clown flipping pancakes. <laughs> so you you thought of that joke too? Yeah, pretty much. I'm having my own personal Craven's last hunt. Mike's last hunt. They said my mother was insane. <laughs> I drug Hero's, you up and Hero. bury you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Hero of Spider-Man, but he would be the vermin, wouldn't he? Exactly. Just Hero just scampering around. No hurts, no hits. <laughs> <laughs> He's just spent a really long time in Walmart. Like, he hasn't gotten any sun. Like His hair has grown out, so he's got fur. Always low prices. <laughs> Always. For some reason, I'm dressed in the black suit from <laughs> Spider-Man. You're wearing the black MB suit. <laughs> so it's just the black Spider-Man suit with an MB on the chest instead of a spider. Exactly. Instead of eating spiders, I'm, I just start eating bats. With the help of Ozzy Osbourne. I dress as you and battle hero. I have to I have to rip myself out of my own grave. <laughs> you start tripping out. <laughs> See a vision of Ned Leeds. Yes, Ned Leeds exists in this universe as well. <laughs> I can Ned Leeds pull, man. And that's how Mike's last hunt would go. I'd kill myself at the end. You'd go off with your wife. Yeah, but then thirty years later your daughter would come back to avenge you. Yeah, well. I that guess happens. things work out. Yeah, you know what? I live on, one way or another. Yeah. Just imagine me scampering around like a, Mike's Last Hunt starts. I'm completely naked and battling, you know, stuffed animals. Which is how Craven's Last Hunt starts, to be fair. You end up wearing a loincloth. It's really disturbing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that mental image aside. So... Once again, we want to apologize for the lack of Pulp Nightmare. We seem to be doing that a lot lately. Yeah, I blame myself. One one day, I'll, we will reveal why. Yeah. I've been... But until then... Until then, enjoy what you get. Or don't. I mean, it's up to you. Yeah, really, it's... Let's get off our backs. It is good to be doing um, classic Pulp Nightmare. Just I, mean, look, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to take it personally, because I am. I'm totally going to take it personally. I, I mean... Go to hell, but uh-huh. frankly, uh, it is our fault. So my hate for you is actually irrational, but I stand by it. 
It's you know, it's reflective hate. Yeah, it's it's hatred for ourselves. Don't you see? <sighs> Son of a bitch. Uh, before we get into it, I, I I watched Frankenstein's Army. Now, what is that? It's the greatest movie ever made. Okay. Okay, maybe not that, but it's um, I didn't know it was a found footage movie going in. It's amazing <laughs> how they have DV cameras in World War Two, but that's is it. Is it anything like our beloved find of the last month, Blackenstein, the Black Frankenstein? No, no. Uh, Frankenstein's Army just came out uh, this year. It's actually on uh, – it just came out on VOD like two weeks ago or whatever. So it's not an exploitation film? No. It's, uh, it is kind of a callback to like a drive-in film, very like haunted house in a lot of ways. But – so I, I would recommend watching the trailer. I think we'll do a um, box office pulp uh, mini bop. Box office pulp dot com. Subscribe to it on iTunes, uh, for it or something. Yeah. Um, but it's like just a bunch of weird fucked up creatures created by a guy whose grandfather was Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> just creating a bunch of Nazi monsters. Do you think there's any member of the Frankenstein family who is like, I'm just going to sell real estate? I mean, I guess it is kind of a young Frankenstein kind of thing where it's like, you know, he could have just not been a scientist. Yeah. I mean, those comparisons are going to come up. He could have opened a candy shop. Yeah, I mean, Frankenstein's candy. I mean, okay, it, maybe. It sells, it sells itself because, like, you could have monster Pez dispensers. Like, it'd be a specialty. Yeah. I guess maybe selling food products isn't the best. Like, oh, I don't want fucking Frankenstein food. Well, I mean, it doesn't help that it's all decomposed, you know, lamps and stuff, but that's a secret. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is weird that he cooks it with lightning, but... I, I mean, why mess with something that works, I say? And it doesn't technically give it life. It just slightly more flavor? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of it kind of gives it a nice singe. Yeah, you know nobody likes crusty candy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Frankenstein's army was like what it's like to be in my head. So it's pretty much like that episode of Fault Nightmare we did recently, <laughs> where the Mike Scape was discovered. Yeah, like there was a monster in it who had like a Nazi monster comes crawling up and fucking stands. It's like. It's the propeller head one. It's like so that his face is a propeller that's spinning around and cutting up shit. By the way, I, I know absolutely nothing about this movie, so that sounds amazing. I would recommend looking up the trailer. It was pretty amazing to watch. I did back to back with Only God Forgives, which is really weird. <laughs> so that was a weird double feature. But um, like, is there any names in it or? Oh Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> I kind of assumed, but I figured it'd be good to ask. But, so it's a found footage movie. It takes place inside a haunted house. Well, no, it takes place um, in Nazi Germany. It's it's just with the found footage thing, it, some sequences come off very haunted house. Like turning a corner, then a monster fucking jumps out at you. But there's uh, such weird shit, like Nazi, like, monsters wearing, like, gas masks that, like, walk. It's almost like you feel like you're watching a video game or something. Or it's like Nazis like walking around in like knife arms, 
to like hunch forward walking around using their arms to walk. Sounds like the greatest Doom movie ever made. It felt very much like it. And there's like or, or si- that- no, actually more accurately is probably Silent Hill. Some of the monsters had kind of a Silent Hill vibe to them. Or um anybody ever played The Suffering for the original Xbox. No. Good game. Sequel not so much. Um good the first game had monsters designed by Stan Winston. They were then, for some reason, redesigned for the sequel and weren't as scary anymore. That's kind of what happens when you mess with a Stan Winston design. Yeah, just don't do it. But uh, I finally watched Frankenstein's Army, and I'm pretty goddamn excited about it. Propeller faces and all. It was just like Nazi, like Nazi undead monsters with gas masks. And the third act of this movie is just following the scientist around as you document his work and how he does shit. Like, there's a nurse creature he created that's walking around with, like, weird parts on her. She's wrapped up like a mummy and shit and has, like, a breastplate. It's, like, really weird. He tries to he tries to create the perfect creature by to end the war by taking half a brain from a Nazi and half a brain from a communist and putting it into one body. <laughs> it's like the greatest attempt at Two-Face ever. <laughs> Like, it's just, I can't describe how awesome these monsters are. I think it was directed by a guy who just did, like, uh, effects work. So, there's just such weird, like, shit, like, things with, like, like, chainsaw hands, or, there's one that has, like, it's, it's like, helmet opens up, and it's like a, uh, an Iron Maiden helmet. So, it, like, closes around a guy's head. Like, (laughs) it's so fucking insane. I mean, there's, like, practically no plot to it at all. And there's no reason for it to be a found footage movie other than getting those, like, few, uh, like, haunted house sequences. Other than that, it makes no sense why there's this old-timey camera with perfect clarity that has picture and sound capabilities. I mean, found footage movies, it's like, basically, there's a, a certain level of suspension of disbelief. This one is very large. It sounds like it. But it sounds like it's intentional. Oh, yeah. it's It, it feels like a drive-in movie. Okay, here's a question that's been lingering ever since you've been describing this. Let's say you are a scientist. I like this already. I, I am already regretting this. <laughs> okay, you're a scientist. Castle Le Mike or something like that. I, I, Castle Le Mike. I'm also I, French. <laughs> You're French, but you're in Germany. It's really weird. Um, you're surrounded by Austrians. It's it's. They all look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Anyway, um, so you decide to create the perfect being, and you can buy any creature, like animal, human, specific types of human, specific types of animal, what have you. You can even create. You can even combine a plant in there. I don't care. What would be your idea of the perfect being? Like, what would the combinations be? Feruza Balk and Rachel Nichols fused with a panther, but with the smell of a lilac, but with the ferocious swimming ability of a great white shark. Okay. Um, Wearing a gas mask. (laughs) Of course you had to throw that in there. Uh, Okay, I expected the first one to some extent. I assumed, I assumed Rachel Nichols would be in there, at least. 
of course. When you started getting to the butts, that was when I was like, okay, that that that's new. That's a, that's unique. I mean, Fruza bulk just makes sense, right? Yeah, but I I have to say I respect the swimming ability of a great white shark. I mean, can you outrun a great white shark? I don't think so. Can you outswim one? Exactly. So, I mean, at this point, the the power of a panther, the swimming ability of a great white shark, you can't outrun. Exactly. You can't outrun. You can't outswim the sexiness that's coming at you. But you can smell it, and it smells wonderful. Exactly. And I'd be butchered for this, portraying this this thing. Oh, you'd be hung. Your your body would be pelted with rocks. You'd be lit aflame. Be worth it, though. Yeah. I, w- I would say that would be an amazing legacy. And then she would go off to America to become a secret agent. The show on the USA Network. Mikenstein. The Mike Frankenstein. <laughs> Mikenstein, the Mike Mikenstein. <laughs> oh, fucking stupid. Oh, Blackenstein. How oh, I love the Blackenstein trailer. Oh, uh, yeah. But anyway. Look that up. Look that up if you can. It's on YouTube somewhere. Just search Blackenstein. Exactly. It's not hard to find. Yeah, so you, ha- you guys have homework, you people folks. You have the Frankenstein's... Watch Frankenstein's Army, and then look up the Blackenstein trailer. And remember, we're already angry at you, so whether or not you do this could determine whether or not we forgive you. Yeah, we want to forgive you. We honestly do. I mean, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm always looking for forgiveness, but here's the thing. If you don't do this, I'm going to be so enraged. I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to take your dog and put it in a nice shelter, and then I'm going to come back in your house. <laughs> and you will never be able to get the stench of Taco Bell out of your couch ever again. <laughs> And then I'm going to show up wearing a gas mask because of the smell of Taco Bell. Yeah. And I'm going to remove all the batteries from your remotes. Oh, my God. And then you're going to go to use those remotes, and you're not going to have batteries. And that's going to be inconvenient for you. You have to drive to the store and pay for new batteries. You know how expensive batteries are? Very expensive, MB. Very. I mean, those things are just insanely overpriced. So you're going to have to choose which ones. And considering it's multiple remotes, you have to find different battery sizes for each remote. That's just going to be tedious. And, and, and then here's the kicker. Here's the kicker, MB. What you don't know, what they don't know, and they won't know until the day the power goes out, is I have also removed all the batteries from their flashlights. <laughs> and that's just fucking devious. Even I'm <laughs> disgusted with myself for doing that. <laughs> I mean... My God, they're going to be blind. Like, imagine if that happens at night. You're going to be tripping over everything, like, like all because you did not watch this video. Exactly. So remember, watch Frankenstein's Army, watch the trailer for Blackenstein. And then after you watch Frankenstein's Army, you know, contact me and we can talk about it. Yeah. You start your own separate podcast. Yeah, the Frankenstein's Army podcast. Oh, wait, MB, you really should watch Frankenstein's Army. Yeah. Yeah, I, I gathered that. It's just fun. Just I weird assume, Nazi shit and just... I'll just say a little bit on instant eventually. Just so many ass masks. It's awesome. Anyway, that, we're not here to talk about Frankenstein's army, weirdly enough. Yeah, you would think that would be you know our main topic. This was 
This was all like our starter. Nothing yeah. nothing about this was planned. And me something happened to me. Something deadly. Partially. So we all know we've talked about this. My scuffle with the owl. Oh yes. Yes. The the haunting you received from this owl. The owls are not what they seem. The owl that nearly took your life, that, that battled your dog. The all-powerful owl. Something is going on because, MB, yesterday, I walk outside. Let me set this up a little bit. I turned a sprinkler on at one point to, you know, water the lawn, as you do, as a responsible person does yeah. in the summer heat. It seems like a good idea at the time. <laughs> Uh, you don't want the grass to burn up, so I walk out there, turn it on. There's nothing out of the ordinary out there. I walk back inside. About 15 minutes later, I go outside to turn the sprinkler okay. off. Okay, before you say anything else, what time of day was it? Like, what was the, where was the sun? It was middle of the day. Okay. Uh, so, I, it's, so it was sunny. Oh yeah, I thought I would say it was 3, 4 o'clock, something like that. Okay. Uh, walk back outside 15 minutes later. I walk off the deck, go to turn, and holy shit! There's a bird that is laying there, missing its head, and some of its chest. Um, I can see the collarbone clearly. There is about a million flies in it, along with, I don't know, about ten yellow jackets that have congregated around this corpse of a bird that is... I, I took a picture of it with my shoe, with uh, my foot next to it, with my sneaker on. It was about the width, like, it was a large bird. It was about, without its head, without without two to three inches missing from it. Um, it was as long as my foot. Uh, when it was alive, it would have been bigger. Um, yeah. It was about as fat as my foot. This was a very large bird who had its head clearly ripped off, most of its insides taken out, and then left there. I should mention there was no head. And by that I mean there was no head anywhere to be found. Yeah. There was a piece of something about a couple inches, about a foot away. Still not sure what it was. It was just bloody. Don't know what it was. It was weird looking. Might have been an organ of some kind. Um, maybe the throat of the great bird. This was a white bird, gray. I, I can show you a picture, Envy. You want to see a picture? Uh, 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 sure. Sure, I, I need masturbatory material. <laughs> Too bad I don't feel like sending it to you right now. I'll show it to you later. Um... You know, maybe I'll post a picture of the bird on the Pulp Nightmare Facebook page. Uh, Facebook.com. That'd be a good idea. When I just threatened our listeners enough. Exactly. When I took a picture of it with uh, the one next to my shoe, I did flip it over, so all the gore isn't actually there in that picture. It just looks like a bird, you know, without a head. Um, and this was just sitting underneath my tree. That's right off my deck. And once again, it's like it wasn't there 15 minutes before. And there was no blood around it. 
Like, you can clearly say it wasn't there. It's not like you just missed it. You know, there was literally no way for me to have missed this. And as I said, there was no blood around it. Like, the head was ripped off elsewhere. Then the bird ended up there. Yeah. As I said, this was a large fucking bird. I haven't seen a bird like this around my area at all. I don't know where this bird came from, what kind of bird it was. And B, something is going on. This all goes back to the owl. This all goes back to the day that drunk guy at the Iron Maiden concert shook my hand and said something to me. A warning of some kind. I couldn't understand. The owl was part of it. But now it just something else is going on. It's escalating. It's it's getting deadly at this point. I don't know what it is. Like like that was a sign. That was a symbol of things to come. The headless bird signifies something. That dead corpse of a bird that had most of its insides taken out still had uh, still had its intestines. Hmm. Yes, I did notice that. And the bees attracted. It attracted bees, MB. Bees. Uh, <laughs> the theories, I mean, MB, the first thing that popped in my mind, this isn't the main theory. I don't know what's really going on, but I'm thinking maybe a Japanese demon. Now, what do you say is a Japanese one? I mean... That just makes sense. Like, well, I mean, it could be a German one. Uh, I'm going with Japanese. Okay. Japanese demons are just scarier. Yeah, they are. You know, I think that's a sound theory. I think that's a theory that could very well happen to you, because let's face it, this sort of thing happens to you and you alone. Yeah. Uh, here's my theory, though. I think you are the center of a global conspiracy. I think someone has sent you this bird, has deliberately placed it on your lawn as a message. A message of what? A message of death. They will hunt you. They will find you. They will take your head and, and your innards. And feed it to an owl. Yeah. They will put white feathers on your body, so you'll it'll look kinda cool, actually. But somehow, some way they will figure it out that you are the center, the nexus of Maryland. Of <laughs> Maryland. I don't want to be the nexus of Maryland. You have no choice in the matter. You were it was predestined. It was preordained. It's like that scene of End of Days. Like they they put they put snakes' blood in your mouth as a as a child. Oh my God, MB! Let's realize something. Okay, let's let's go through this shit step by step. Age okay. eight. I'm sitting in the friendlies eating chicken fingers. Oh my God! A man approaches me. He says, "I will grow up to be a man of great importance, a leader, a and figure." And this man. This man had never met you before. Never seen. He'd seen a vision of me. Yes. A picture in his head. You are a great man. You were you were inspiring people. You were on a stage. Fast forward a years later. I'm in an Iron Maiden concert. Stay with me here. I'm in an Iron Maiden concert. 
Before me, I see someone who looks mysteriously like you, but not like you. A short time later, a drunk fellow approaches me to shake my hand. He says something to me. I see his lips moving, but I cannot hear him over the audio of the metal that's playing. I don't know what he says to me. That loud metal. A warning of some kind, maybe. I don't know. Now, before you move ahead, let's track back a couple years to an encounter you and I had at a train station. This is going back to Pulp Nightmare 1. <laughs> we meet a fellow in a brown trench coat with sunglasses, with aviator sunglasses on. We need a pen to sign our train tickets. He produces the golden pen. It's the man with the golden pen. He never said a word the entire encounter. It was it was ominous, almost, you could argue. Now, you can flash forward. The man at the concert says something to me. I don't know what. And he walks away, having shaken my hand. A firm grip. Short time after that, I'm standing outside. I look to my left. Suddenly there's an owl standing not five feet away from me. It looks at me. It spreads its wings. It's great wings. A wingspan of which is unparalleled because it's it's an owl. It's big. Yeah, I mean, owls are fucking big. I mean, what do you expect? Can't believe anybody's even questioning you on this. I mean, I mean, they're just—they're just out to discredit us. They're too afraid of the truth. Yeah, we will take your bucket of fucking batteries seriously. Yeah, uh, Taco Bell in your couch—you <laughs> will never get that out. Yeah, it's hard. Try it. It's difficult. Also, your dog will be missing. It'll be in yeah. a shelter. Yeah, a good home it will find, but that's not the point. Yeah. Anyway, now flash forward to yesterday. 24 hours ago, MB, I find the bird. Once again, a bird. It adds up. How is this all connected? Because it is. What's going on? What's in my future? I'm still convinced the MB that I saw that day was you from the future. Sending tachyons back to that spot. Possessing that drunk guy. I was trying to warn you because I was the sole witness alongside you whenever we met the man with the golden pen. So, the man with the golden pen is involved somehow. And remember that time that my apartment nearly caught fire. You're right, maybe that was some kind of like... Vague warning, including me in this. Maybe some kind of supernatural assassination attempt. Because I was a part of this now. I was a part of this great tapestry, and they knew one day... The forces that are at work knew one day we would be discussing this, and we would put together the pieces. Something's going on, MB. Something terrifying. Something that is a part of your destiny for some reason. Whatever events are taking place are beyond your control. What am I heading towards? What kind of great power? What kind of great bird-themed power? Why birds? I know birds are fucking evil, but Jesus Christ. I mean... Am I going to turn into fucking Doctor Fate? Because that would be awesome, but I doubt that's going to happen. I, I really doubt that's going to happen. If, and if you do, it's like, let's face it, you're going to be stabbed by Icicle Jr. in the chest. And that's going to suck. Yeah, because that's 
really a lame death. Anybody up for my screen? So, once again, the plot the plot thickens. Something's going on, but... What's going to happen next? I know. What else am I going to find that's fucking dead and bird-themed? The bird, the dead bird's just ominous. Will the man with the golden pen appear at your doorstep? <laughs> or, or maybe... Maybe Air Guitar Guy. God, Air Guitar Guy. I hope Air Guitar Guy doesn't play into this. If he does, I, I see him as an ally. It is possible. He would be an ally. Like, we team up to fight the whatever kind of evil demonic forces that work here. He fights over the power of Air Guitar. Exactly. Lightning flows from his fingertips. Thor arrives. Punches me. Thor, Thor, Thor wouldn't arrive. Goddamn Thor. Odin's son. Goddamn Odin's son. This bullshit. Like, we had to go back to Pulp Nightmare number one for this. I mean, does it involve the podcast? Because remember, that theory, that vision of you, was of you reaching out to a bunch of people. My God, what lays in, what, what lays in the future of Pulp Nightmare? Secrets revealed. I don't know, man. All I think of is there's something going on, like the owl, the bird, fucking Maryland Metal MB, the trunk guy, the band with the golden pen, the the vision that that guy had when I was eight years old. It's all tied together some in some way, some horrible, horrible way. Something's going to happen. Something's happening around me that I can't control or stop. My God. And there's only one way. We can deal with this. MB, get your camping equipment. We're going to find the Jersey Devil. Okay. Ready. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome, though, if we went hunting for the Jersey Devil? That would be amazing. Like, and MB, we recorded ha- it. Exactly. Listen, this has nothing to do with anything, but let's just go hunt the Jersey Devil. Yeah, this uh, we're, we're done talking about your thing. Uh, whatever that was. Uh Jersey Devil. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go out to the Jersey Devil, so yeah. That's been this episode of Pulp Nightmare. Peace. Yeah, exactly. I've been Mike. I've been MB. Have pleasant nightmares. Frankenstein. I'm Mike Frankenstein. (laughs) Uh, And scene. Listen next week to another tale of the strange and terrifying.